0: I want to power. I want one so badly. Why are you staring at a dog? Nah, it's not a dog. That's a demon. <laughs> the, to dang, cry. right, it is. Let's figure out what kind.
1: Finishing up our 1009th year, welcome to Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt.
0: Hey, I'm Brian Brushwood, but more importantly, uh, 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 Bryce, am, mm. am I confused or, or was that an episode of Doctor Who?
2: Uh, well, uh, maybe it sounded a little bit like it. That is the upcoming Hulu series, Extraordinary. Uh, this is a superhero dramedy kind of set in a world where everybody gets superpowers on their 18th birthday, except for 25-year-old Jen. Oh, crikey. Yeah. Her and uh, her superpowered roommates go on a journey. They figure it out. Uh, all that figure. Wait a minute. The, that's coming January
0: 25. Is is this the classic coming of age, losing your virginity story only told with metaphors instead? Um, possibly.
2: A like
1: 25-year-old well, superhero
0: virgin. Yeah. Yeah.
2: A, right? A late coming of age, possibly. Hmm. I guess we'll have to find out on January 25th on Hulu. That's a Hulu show.
1: 25-year-old Jen on January 25th.
0: Oh. 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 125. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Three I, I feel like grief we, right there. we just saw a whole story arc uh, happen right in three O's. That's not important. A whole story <laughs> in three O's.
1: <laughs> oh, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, oh, let's get oh. to the primary target. <laughs> So uh, speaking of a whole three-act arc, uh, (laughs) DC studio co-chiefs Peter Safran and James Gunn let us know last week that they are putting together an entirely new take on Superman. Uh, This follows... Uh, rumors that they had shelved wonder woman three that patty jenkins had walked away patty jenkins saying no i didn't walk away james gunn writing uh that i can attest that all of peter and my interactions with you were only pleasant and professional Uh, jenkins is apparently now back on the star wars rogue squadron uh movie so what's happening at dc well there's gonna be a new superman but it ain't henry cavill It will be an origin story, a younger Superman, so Cavill will not play him. Though Gunn said that they talked with Cavill about possibilities for working together in the future. And variety sources say they want to find a new DC role for Cavill. Uh, Their full DC plan will be announced in January, but right now, everybody's all up in arms. People are wondering if Cavill would go play The Witcher, but it sounds like, no, that's not going to happen. Instead, he appears to be executive producing and starring in Warhammer 40,000, which will be both film and TV shows for Amazon. And then today, as we're recording this, Monday, December 19th. Uh, Peter Gunn said, Peter Gunn, Peter Saffron and James Gunn, James Gunn, just the one part said, I don't
0: know. I'm like, I, I, I'm here for Peter Gunn, like Peter (laughs) slash Gunn. Like, like that, that's legit.
1: That's a different person. Uh, James Gunn said one of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC studios was a certain minority of people online that could be well uproarious and unkind to say the least our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for dc characters who have been around for nearly 85 years perhaps these choices are great perhaps not but they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind how are you feeling about this dc roller coaster brian
0: Uh, very, very good because, uh, DC, when I was a child was, was always the brand of very, very simple stories, like simple to the point of being in my mind, not very interesting, whereas Marvel was the land of complicated stories. You know, Superman—he's great at everything. I get it. Wonder Woman—she's great at everything. I get it. Flash—he's really fast. I get it. Whereas uh, Marvel was the land of like uh, Spider-Man—he's a teenager like me, who's complicated and kind of a a goofball in school. And but but he has this one moment to fly free, uh, essentially. And um, I feel like. Now Marvel is a little bit trapped in all of their pre-existing archetypes, and DC is the one that has the freedom to be kind of more Mm. punk punk rock. And we've already seen that with stuff like uh, Harley Quinn and and the subversive, this this bizarre duality. uh, 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 Sorry, uh, uh, this bizarre duality between the uh, movie universe for DC and the television universe for DC. And now, I, 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 I mean. To be honest, like uh, James Gunn has so much credit in the bank with me that I'm here for whatever it is they want to try. We've seen Superman be the boringest, you know, uh, wins at everything guy. When I was a kid, you will believe a man that will uh, will fly to kind of a Jesus complex one uh, that we saw in the early aughts, I believe mid aughts. Uh, and then, then we saw uh, Superman as an immigrant story, which I thought was really, really interesting. I'm apparently in the minority on that. That's fine. Um, I, I don't know, like the idea of this subversion of this is not a human who is extraordinary. This is an alien who pretends to be a human most of the time. And then, lets his alien flag fly. I feel like there's a lot there and uh, there are very few people I trust more with storytelling than James Gunn.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's messy because people, people want consistency or continuity, maybe a better uh, word than consistency. Uh, and you aren't getting that. And it's not James Gunn's fault. Uh, it's not really any single person's fault. Uh, Some of it has to do with the way DC films have landed in the past. Uh, Some of it has to do with business decisions made by Warner brothers discovery. Uh, And in other words, letting uh, the head of DC studios, have the latitude to have Henry Cavill make a big deal about how he's going to come back and then put him at the end of the Black Adam movie uh, right before you dismissed him and let the new DC Studios people reasonably say, well, you can make whatever decision you want. We're not going to make you abide by the decisions of the previous uh, people who ran the studio. Uh, It's messy. And in some ways, I feel like it's only messy because the internet allows us now more than ever to see the mess in a way that we didn't before. And so we just got to kind of get used to that and understand like, oh, right. When they bring in a new studio head, this kind of thing happens. But a lot of folks are living through this for the first time and they they feel like they're being let down or betrayed or upset because they had their heart set on, on something. And I totally get that. Uh, but Those things are going to happen. Right. And I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I loved the idea that we would actually maybe tweak the DC universe to let Henry Cavill do some of the things he's best at as Superman, which I don't think he's ever been given a fully proper chance to do. Uh, And now it sounds like he won't be given that chance. Or will he? I don't know. Maybe, maybe James Gunn is, when he says future DC role, or when Variety says Gunn is talking about a future DC role, maybe he brings Cavill back to play grown-up Superman. Or or, or,
0: or uh, uh, who's kal dad? Uh, jor yeah, yeah, like, maybe like he, he would be becomes great Jor-El, Jor-El yeah. right? So, totally. Uh, essentially, it, it, it's important to remember the meta-narrative, which is Henry Cavill's star is on the rise. He's john ham 10 years ago like this dude is crushing he has opportunities everywhere and he's doing his best to keep up with all of them he's showing up as sherlock holmes as as superman as uh, uh the witcher uh and and now if he's saying no thank you to the roles of superman the witcher and possibly i i would imagine sherlock holmes I suspect he has very good reasons to. So let's deal with that. Let's figure out another place to put him. And instead, as fans, let's engage with what would we like to see from a Superman story that we've not seen before. Um, I, I, For example, uh, from what I'm told, I, I only saw like an episode here or there, but uh, 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 Smallville did apparently a pretty good job of telling the story of friendship turned sour between Lex Luthor and and Clark Kent. Uh,
1: they did. I thought they did an excellent job of that. That's I something that I'd series. like to yeah.
0: see in a movie. That sounds fun. Uh, uh, what about you guys? What would you like to see?
1: Yeah, Cordkillers at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you'd like to see, because it may be a messy break and it may not feel clean at the beginning. But remember that Marvel didn't start clean anyway. The Incredible Hulk had just been done. It, 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 I remember when, the, when, when the, the Feige Incredible Hulk came out, uh, I was like, they just did the Hulk. Why would I want to watch another one? And they didn't use the person who would go on to play the Incredible Hulk in the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and yet, I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, brian Marvel Cinematic Universe has been fairly successful.
0: Uh, Well... I'll answer that as soon as I'm finished playing Marvel Snap right now, live on the air. <laughs> but in the meantime, yeah. we should advise people how to support this very show, how to keep us loud, live, and independent. And that, of course, is to head on over to patreon.com slash cordkillers. Every single episode, we pour out our hearts. All we ask is, what, two bucks in return? Come on. That's not... Uh, in the time I said that, it's now only a dollar eighty-seven.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, 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 listen, don't wait or your contribution won't be worth as much. Patreon.com slash Chord killers. Hurry, get over there. Support us now. Yep. Get Let's your talk own. about how to watch.
0: Oh, oh, yep. We'll do that. <laughs>
1: Puck.News and The Athletic both have sources that say Apple has abandoned talks on a deal to get NFL Sunday Ticket. We've been talking about NFL Sunday Ticket for a while. This is the package from the NFL that shows you all your out-of-market games. You get your in-market games on TV, on broadcast or cable. Out-of-market games you pay NFL Sunday ticket for. Uh, Since launch, it's been on DirecTV. Next year, it's going somewhere else. Everybody thought it was going to be Apple. Seemed like money in the bank. Seemed like they just need to figure out the details. And it was going to be Apple's. But The Athletics says that Apple wanted international rights, which DirecTV didn't have, uh, and in-market game streams, which DirecTV never had. It was always like, you watch on cable or broadcast for the in-market games, you watch on Sunday Ticket for your out-of-market games. Sportico also previously reported that the NFL opposed Apple's idea of including Sunday Ticket with Apple TV Plus at no additional cost. So seemingly the NFL uh, objecting to that devaluing the brand possibly or, or something like that. Maybe Apple was saying, well, if we can't get in market games and international then what if we just don't charge extra for it whatever the reason word on the street is that amazon and google and and because for google would mean youtube uh are the top contenders to get the nfl sunday ticket package next year
0: which one of those feels like the better fit for you uh i'm I'm tempted to say amazon but Yeah. then I understand that Amazon knows that and would probably use that as leverage because uh, between you and me, YouTube having Sunday ticket would be pretty weird.
1: Amazon is a good fit because they have Thursday night football and it's all theirs. Uh, and so they, they, that makes a nice package of like, Hey, we're already giving you the Thursday game, uh, Come and get all the Sunday games, except the ones in your market. uh, And and you'll get almost all the games right here on Amazon. It seems like Amazon really wants to do that. And I feel like they're going to bid aggressively to do that. YouTube, on the other hand, don't forget, is also YouTube TV. That's a compelling package because they can say, we have your in-market game on YouTube TV, add NFL Sunday ticket, get all the games. And that's something that Apple nor Amazon can do.
0: And especially for YouTube TV, that puts them in the position of being able to say like, uh, oh, I don't mind, but my husband loves the sports. Then they get to flatly state, we have not only sports, we have all the most important sports like the NFL Sunday ticket, what have you. Yeah. And I would
1: imagine because, remember, we talked about YouTube is also allowing you to add channels to YouTube, even if you don't have YouTube TV, that they would make a push for that, too, of like, oh, you're on YouTube look looking at highlights, looking at at news. Uh, why not watch the games here, too? Pay X amount and you can add them to your YouTube subscription and they'll show up in the interface along with everything else.
0: So of the three of us, I speak sports the worst. Uh, mm. so, so Bryce and Tom, like, like how mm. much of this makes sense to you? How much do you care about this? How big a deal does this feel to either of you guys?
2: I mean, Sunday ticket is a high, high, t- it's a high cost item, a high cost subscription generally. I, I, as a, as a casual sport fan. Um, so I, 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 couldn't see apple's move to like let's make it cheaper let's open it up to folks in the same vein as the mls season pass thing uh but uh i think the nfl it clearly just doesn't want that whether it's on youtube tv or or, or, or uh, amazon prime i think it's all uh, a little immaterial the things that i've seen is that uh, uh amazon having 30 thursday night football um not everybody loves that, but they know that that's where they go watch it. And yeah. um, I think with with the power, the strength of of the NFL brand, they'll be able to push anybody through any funnel on any of these over the top services.
1: Tom, yeah, it's it's interesting to to see that Apple, with piles of cash, uh, still wasn't able to get even. Even Apple cannot get the NFL to budge uh, from, from what it has always done and its relationships with existing broadcasters. Those, those ties run deep. I think that doesn't say good things for the flexibility of the NFL, uh, but mm. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to be harmed by that particularly. Man, it would have been great as a user if Apple would have been able to break that deadlock and and they're the ones to say like, all football games, you know, available uh, without without blackouts. You hate blackouts? Well, no more. Apple fixed it. Would have been a coup. Uh, as it is, it'll be like, oh, NFL Sunday ticket. Don't need to get Directv to get it anymore. Uh, get it online at this place, and and the money will follow. People people will go buy it. Can, I have no doubt.
0: Uh, can I request permission for about two minutes to engage in Brian Wild speculation mode? Go for it, man. Um, Let's hear it. In general. The NFL is coded more red state in that it's it's force it's 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 hard work it's brutality it's helmet on helmet action. In general, the NBA is coded more blue state in that it's more egalitarian. No matter if you're all the way out at the three point line, you can fire your shot and land. Um, uh uh, uh huh. Apple is coded more blue state because it's, it's uh, more artists use Apple devices and so on. Is it possible? And it's fine. If the answer is no, Brian, you're being crazy. uh, Is it possible that Apple is a little bit happy that this didn't work out, but now they have leverage for having tried to approach the NFL and now they get to try a similar thing with the NBA. Is that, is, is that, too far afield. I,
1: I I personally feel like the red state, blue state stuff is blown way out of proportion and that people are seeing things through that lens that don't exist. Uh, I suspect that has very little to do with it. Uh, so if you take the red state, blue state stuff out of it, I do think Apple could go to the NBA if that were available and say, Hey, uh, we wanted to do this for the NFL. But instead, we're going to do it for you. Uh, and and that could be very compelling. I'm not sure where those 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 rights are, though, honestly. Uh, ESPN has the NHL stuff. I feel like the NBA rights are going to be a lot more expensive than the NHL, but they wouldn't be as expensive as the NFL. And so Disney might have been saving its money. Because don't forget, ESPN is not being talked about as one of the frontrunners here, although they've been in the conversation before. It may be that ESPN is the one who's like, yeah, we're going to nab uh, the NBA. Uh, and so I I would see that as Apple's biggest competitor. And again, Apple having boatloads of cash, could they get the NBA to drop blackouts? Because NBA still has the same in market stuff as everybody else does. Uh, that that's that seems to be the bigger sticking point to me.
0: I I would have to believe that certainly Apple is not in a worse position if they were to go to the NBA now. Uh, but no, but, definitely but not. I, yeah. I I had never taken a moment to really consider. Uh, all of these over the top brands, in terms of political loose affiliations, um, Apple's the only one that I can really see uh, being more more blue than red. I, I, and I hate all of this. But, uh, for the record, I I hate myself for even bringing this up. But but yeah,
1: um, it's but- worth trying out. I don't think it works. Uh, I I think we tra- we try to attach these things in ways that just don't work. Uh, if if you really want to get political, if we step outside of cord killers for the moment every tech company is blue state (laughs) there are no red state tech companies they're all they're all hated uh but when you're talking about the bases uh, of of political uh and in fact they're starting to be hated by the blue state people too so uh yeah i just i I think that stuff is overstated. I don't think it has much of an effect. But once you remove that, I think I think you do have some interesting uh, interesting conceptions there to, to play around with. It's more about who's got the money, who's got the audience. Um, and yeah, when you get into audience and demographics, maybe there's a little bit of, of politics in there, but probably not as much as people think.
0: Cordkillers at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Let's
1: talk about what to watch in Under Surveillance. Sony released a trailer for Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. It comes out June 2nd, 2023. What do you think, Brian?
0: I love it. It looks great. Um, in general, part of the reason that I don't look at tra- uh, trailers is because it forces me to speculate about what might be happening. Engage Brian's speculation mode. Um, looks an awful lot like all of the Spider Men throughout the multiverse get together, and they all agree it's awesome being Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a, a partisan divide, a political thing, where Spider Man. Wow, political with you today. Uh, what's that?
1: Everything's political
0: with you today. Yeah, wait, 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 wait! I, I, I'm just speculating on on what the the story is going to be. Uh, it looks like uh, Spider-Man 2099 is going to be made to be the bad guy. And if if I were to speculate, it would be probably because he has a more severe version of what everybody ought to do then, you know, because it, from the trailer, it looks like when Stacy says, no, we don't do that. We're spider people, Uh, whatever. Um, so, so I think there's some kind of political divide and then they end up fighting. But when you have Spider-Man
1: wearing red and blue, how do you break it down?
0: Uh, 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 j- 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 that's an unfair question. That's what <laughs> chips you off.
2: That's what chips you off. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, I I think this looks uh, looks fun. Uh, I, like you, can't really tell what's going to be going on with it yet. And I think that's good, uh, you know, and leaves the mystery for watching. And, and
0: to be clear, all I'm doing is I'm trying to uh, to pee on a prediction so that it's mine. And, and later on, I'll be brag about how I'm right about a thing
1: all right what about this prediction there's a trailer out for 65 i've been hearing unexpected people talk about this trailer uh i wrote it up for cord killers when it came out last week and then suddenly heard totally unconnected people talking about six did you see 65 what about that 65 trailer uh 65 is a movie starring adam driver as an astronaut who lands on earth or crash lands on earth 65 million years in earth's past was written and directed by scott beck and brian woods uh who also wrote a quiet place danny elfman did the score so it's it's got you know some talent behind it and it comes to theaters march 10th p on that brian
0: uh uh, i will but first uh bryce did did you watch this Uh, No, i missed this one was it good uh it looks great um here here's my prediction that I will pee on. Uh, I, I'm like the world's most scatological mentalist. I'm going to put my prediction in an envelope and then I'm going to pee on it Nobody just to just make sure you know, it. it's mine. Um, yeah. the, uh, real
1: touch that prediction. That's for sure.
0: This looks to me like they're basically doing planet of the apes, but skipping the twist at the end. And instead beginning with that, uh, yeah. somebody goes out into space, uh, whoopsie doodle, space happens, ends up, 65 million years in the past and we get straight up Jurassic park. I think they're, they're hinting at uh, uh, Jurassic parky kind of experience, but with a sci-fi bundle around it, I'm so here for this. Uh, It's good to finally see Adam driver in some science fiction. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No laser swords in sight. Right. Um, I, I, I am tempted to speculate based on the trailer about like, ooh, but are they are they who we think they are? Are they from where we think they are? Uh, is the time when oh, they launched they the their ship Earth? the time that we're being led to believe they launched their ship?
0: Uh, oh my I think, goodness. so 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 maybe a progenitor before humanity right leaves and then takes a very, very long time to get back. Uh, at, at which point, you know, none of their fossil records are still around. Dinosaurs are running amok. Ooh, that's not bad, Tom. I like it. Right. is Isn't that the There's... story in the
2: Transformers cinematic universe? That Transformers were there? I would, no,
0: I wouldn't and touch it's... the filthy MRF. what are you going to say?
1: I believe all stories originate in the Allspark. Uh, all right. Amazon Prime Video has ordered a series based on the video game God of War with Rafe Judkins as showrunner. Uh, he's the guy who did Wheel of Time for Amazon. Uh, the show will follow Kratos, the God of War, who, uh, through, through his story. Big news last week, though, as well. Amazon is going to publish the next Tomb Raider video game. Now, the game is being developed by Crystal Dynamics using the Unreal Engine 5. Uh, it's going to keep going with Lara Croft's story. They're not going to reboot it. That's all very interesting. Here's the interesting part to us on Cord Killers. Crystal Dynamics was recently bought by Embracer Group. Close listeners of Chord Killers will recognize the name Embracer Embracer Group as the group that bought Middle-Earth Enterprises, formerly Tolkien Enterprises. Middle-Earth Enterprises owns the worldwide exclusive rights to most of the elements of The Hobbits and The Lord of the Rings. Names, characters, names of places, objects, events, phrases, etc. Things that Amazon had to work with New Line Cinema and directly with the Tolgan family to eke out enough rights based on the appendix of The Lord of the Rings to do their Rings of Power series. But now they're working on a separate project with the company that owns the rest of those rights, which could make their job on Rings of Power way easier or possibly develop other TV shows and
0: movies. Brian, the possibilities are limitless. Uh, yeah, as are the threads of discussion that we can engage in, Wh- uh, which of the following do you like the most? The idea of talking about, uh, whether or not as uh, successful franchises can be, uh, midwifed into excellent video game franchises, which we've seen a version of in terms of, uh, Middle Earth Online, uh, eventually becoming an MMO. Do we want to explore whether or not we're about to embark on a golden age of, Video games being told excellently as cinematic masterpieces, because up until now, I believe Tomb Raider is the number one best example of a video game that got made into a movie. Uh, What direction do you want to go?
1: Oh, the direction I'm going is, does Amazon uh, loosen up all those rights for their TV shows and movies <laughs> uh, that they can suddenly make Rings of Power not have to live within the restrictions of their previous license? Do they add other Lord of the Rings uh, uh, elements to their TV? I'm all talking about TV show and movie stuff. So. Well, and, and I'm talking about Lord of the Rings here.
0: They They certainly can in a way that they couldn't, you know, 2 years, 5 years, 10 years ago.
1: But I mean just because they're working with one part of a company on one thing doesn't immediately mean they're working with another part of the company, but if they're talking to the Embracer Group management about this, they're in the room, it, it loosens things up, right? It makes more things possible.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 still a little bit puckered about um, Middle-earth in general because I haven't experienced the Amazon version of of the uh, the back the, the previous story on. Uh, I you watched it right tom i did and you felt like i was falling asleep okay that's what i'm afraid of right so so
1: and so that's where i'm going is is that because they were limited in what they could do no. because the constraints of like ooh we'd love to go here but that would violate the license agreement so let's uh, let's keep it over here maybe not i mean those kinds of constraints often provide a spark of creativity versus uh, suppressing it. But it really did feel like they were like, well, we've got these three names. So let's pound those three names because those are the names we can use.
0: Uh, Let me make a proclamation and you could tell me whether or not this is overstepping or not. Um, It is irrelevant whether or not the limitation is um, uh, that the audience doesn't like the story very much or that the law per the agreement says they can't tread beyond a thing. Essentially, mm. the result is the same, right? We we don't have a eh, I don't know some kind of Marvel Snap style mobile game for a thing. It's it, 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 it like like just just give me a good story and then and then then let's fuss about the barriers that we're bumping up against.
1: Well, but I'm what I think is p- quite possible is that they want to tell a good story in the writer's room and they keep running into like, oh, that's a great idea, but you can't do that because we don't have, that would tread into movie territory that would tread into this other novel territory you are limited to any things that can be derived from the appendix so they may be constantly getting notes from legal saying yeah love this line unfortunately you're going to have to cut this part out and when you are writing a story to please your legal department because of a licensing agreement that's that's not going to help now that said, I am in the minority as far as I can tell. A lot of people loved Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Uh, so it may be that I'm, I'm just the, the outlier here. But for me, it, it felt like this story kept kept leaving things on the table that would have made it more
0: exciting. I will totally pledge my banner to your theory. Because a lot of stuff does die in the writer's room because of restrictions. Um, but, but I don't but also i know that it's rare and wonderful for anything great to make it to air yeah. so and, and if yeah, you got to, if you're the, a good
1: storyteller you can tell a good story right, as Andor showed, the, right? The,
0: exactly the occam's razor in me suggests yeah, yeah, yeah. that the shortest path is it's hard to tell a really great story no matter what toys you're granted
1: yeah no you're right uh, i think that's a that's a very good point uh Working with Embracer might loosen things up, might let them take more shots. I do feel like that could be the then uh, the aspect of this that works, which is uh, we could only work with the appendix. So we could only pour all our billions of dollars into one series, and that's our big bet. And it actually seems to be working for them, uh, whereas if they strike a deal with the Embracer group, They could give them a little retail love, give them a little video game love on Amazon Luna, uh, leverage some things that allow them to take more shots at more Middle Earth stories, which could allow them to finally hit on the right one that really is like even bigger than the one they've got now.
0: Uh, And speaking of which, uh, uh, I think an episode or two ago, we were talking about like, if you had one PR coupon to spend, would you spend it at the beginning of a weekly series or at the end of it? And it does appear like I I know I saw a flurry of of PR activity on, you know, once the Middle Earth series finally ended. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, cordkillers at gmail.com is the place to tell us what you know. Let's see what we've had our eyes on. Brian, what'd you watch this week?
0: I saw the best movie about a giant sea creature that befriends humanish people. It was The Sea Beast. And not Avatar 2. (laughs) The Sea Beast, I I guess it came out over the summer. I don't know why I missed it. But my kids wanted to watch it. And let me tell you, man, it was really, really tough to get me to go for it. uh, Because I didn't know anything about the franchise. I didn't know if it was good. Uh, I looked it up on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. 95% uh, uh, editors' uh, uh, upvotes. And uh, I was like, okay, fine. This movie is two things at the same time. It is... Note for note, a boring paint-by-numbers storytelling uh, experience. It is also pitch perfect in everything it does. I'm only going to fault the like last five minutes because it meandered off into the weeds, and I don't know why they did that, but... Every single moment of this show is earned. It begins with a visual gift, a storytelling gift. It You literally, 15 minutes in, are not entirely certain who the protagonist of the show is. But like all good fractal storytelling, it begins with one self-contained unit of story that is secretly a, gi- a, a microcosm of the entire movie. It's great. It's great. Watch it just so you understand how great archetypal stories are told. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm going to talk more about it in future things.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I just have to ask, was any of your opinion colored by the amazing setup that your daughters did to get you to watch the movie?
0: I will confess that my daughters, I came home and my daughters had decided it was movie night. So they literally created a a, a marquee for the movie. They had a ticket booth. They had all the concessions <laughs> and all of those cute things. But... All of that happened, and then we all walked into the air quotes movie theater, and then we argued about what we were gonna watch. So the <laughs> fact that I didn't okay, know, all right. right? And and it, it was uh, my 15 year old Josie's pick that we watched the Sea Beast. All of us were skeptical. All mm-hmm. of us were skeptical. Ten minutes in, I'm leaning over to my 18-year-old daughter, who's going to college specifically to write fantasy fiction. I lean over, and I'm like, dopamine hit. That's a gift. That's novel. Notice the golden ratio in this scene. Notice the cyan and the amber uh, 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 color combination. Uh, So you talked during the movie. Oh, no, no. I I, I didn't know anything. It it was me seeing it for the first time. Yeah, but you or. It was a teaching exercise. Like we were, we were whispering off to the side. It, It is paint by numbers storytelling, but there's a reason that the old, you know, that, that it works. And, and it, this is a great example of it.
1: Fantastic. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to his dark materials back on the BBC and back on uh, HBO Max here in the United States. Uh, I believe we have four episodes out now where you only have like one or two uh, on the BBC they're not, they're not airing in sync but uh, it is the third season and it it's it's you know following the three books from the original Golden Compass. Uh, trilogy, uh, and uh, just a shout out that it's back. Uh, so if you're into that, uh, watch it. I'm not saying this is where you get into it. I would go watch episode one of season one if you're into that storyline. Uh, but if you have been watching it, definitely uh, jump back in uh, and and pick up where where you left off. Uh, the only the only odd thing is is that they took such a break of shooting. I imagine COVID had something to do with that. That that Lyra has has visibly grown up a little more uh since the last time uh we saw her uh but but other than that uh it's good it's just as good as it's ever been that's uh his dark materials on hbo max all right uh bryce what should we be on the lookout for hey well it's the
2: holiday time and sometimes you just need to throw something on uh so i got a very simple on the lookout for you today i uh i fell into this rabbit hole last night or over the weekend of um lego building videos (laughs) and they're great um this one, uh, BrickCraft's creator, uh, does does these really awesome time-lapse and in-progress uh, videos of this gigantic Lego city that they're building. And wow. um, it's cool. He talks about the techniques and the way that they arrange stuff so that you don't see grids and you don't see too many straight lines. Uh, and it's really impressive. Uh, they got a lot of stuff there uh, on BrickCrafts on YouTube, all, all one word. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys do any sort of ASMR background? It's not really ASMR, but it's satisfying.
0: I think we've called it waterfall television in the past. Yeah. The idea of very, very simple stories. I, I mean, it's all of HGTV. It's like room was messy. Now room is neat. Uh, house was bad. Now house is good. Uh, Lego bricks were scattered. Now they're organized. Um, I Uh, 10 15 years ago brian would have had a beef with that kind of storytelling but 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 creeping up on 48 year old brian that's a fine story because those bricks were all over the place and now they're arranged
1: yeah well one of the ones we, we watch are the the ones where people are just walking around cities like oh interesting you know just just they strap a camera on they're not talking there's no story they're just, they're just walking around, and you, you get to see interesting neighborhoods and stuff like that.
0: Mm.
2: Well, uh, uh, there you go. If you if you need something for the holidays, always check out YouTube. YouTube's got some interesting stuff if you need something for a whole family can, to watch.
0: Can I solicit recommendations for examples of kind of waterfall television like this that we haven't brought up before? Cause you mean have,
1: thing, things we should be on the lookout for?
0: Yes, Uh, Where where can somebody submit those, Bryce?
2: Well, you could email it to our email, cordkillers at gmail.com. That's where you could go.
1: Excellent. Well, it's the holidays, Brian, which means we don't have anything to tell anyone. Well, uh, you know what?
0: Yes, that's right. Because it's too late to buy anything from scamstuff.com. Oh. Which uh, is why, for those of you who are watching the video version of this episode... uh, Why? What's happening? I'm rocking the spikes again. Ah! Why on earth could that be? Could it be because we have a digital download that is celebrating the 20th anniversary of a lecture that I toured with uh, that is excellent and I'm very proud of? And that ended up being an incredible three-plus-hour experience? I can't say that yet because it's not available. Anyway, go to (laughs) gimme.scamstuff.com and sign up for the email list, and that's where you'll hear about that thing when it's available. That
1: idea sounds like fire. Uh,
2: Well, it sounds more like... um, a scam or supernatural or a Sasquatch <clears throat> or a Sasquatch
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boy,
0: we're doing a great job of being clever <laughs> well listen
1: if you're going to go to that website you're going to need a computer
0: yes and of course you should go to our friends over at doghousesystems.com rogue you'll get a little extra something for supporting us make sure to use the promo code they're the ones who have loaned us all of the equipment that makes this show possible to you
1: let's move on to the front lines
0: front lines
1: Beverage company White Claw and Netflix banded together for a limited edition murder mystery tabletop game. That's right. We've talked about Netflix getting into video games, getting into a tabletop game. It's called Crack the Claw. Uh, It was available for limited purchase, had official rules, moderator script. Ten double-sided coasters that corresponded with players' roles, including moderator, vacationer, doctor, detective, and murderer. Got a little little mafia feel to it. Uh, Players could pair with a White Claw, if they wished, of course. John Shea, chief marketing officer of White Claw USA, said the game is fun and engaging.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Good good, good copy points. Do do you have something to say, Bryce? (laughs) It's a bad pitch. It's a bad way to pitch this. this. There are so many, because there are a lot of cheap <clears throat> board games out there. Like, I have, for some reason, a card game of Shark Tank. And it is, no matter what you think the Shark Tank card game would be, it is even dumber than that. So, <laughs> I I hope that this is, like, a good game and not just, like, a cheap meh, advertising yeah. fart.
1: I mean, it seems like a typical mafia uh, spot the murderer you know, who's the murderer kind of game. I haven't looked at the rules, so I don't know how close it is to that. But yeah, Uh, and and if you're really into Glass Onion, you know, and and, and Knives Out, uh, you know, a branded version of that could be fun.
0: Yeah, And you'll uh, also uh,
1: have fun if you drink enough White Claws.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, and, and to be honest, that's part of it, right? Is uh, uh, We're in the middle of doing a run of Modern Rogue episodes that are about bluffing games and such. Uh, I, I, I suspect it's probably a good game, but I agree with you, Bryce, that I'm sad that it's a branded White Claw mm. game that may happen to be good. Right. That's strange. An update to the Apple TV operating system. TVS 16.2 has added a recognize my voice feature. Up to six family members can have uh, customized searches, particularly for video and music recommendations. You can also change series default language. And Apple's karaoke feature, Apple Sing, is now supported on Apple TV 4K. Uh, 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 Tom, have we talked about the licensing rights on, on Apple Sing karaoke stuff? Oh,
1: you got Apple Music. On Apple TV.
0: So if you... If you oh, yeah, so Boom,
1: goes the dynamite, yeah, as they say. So,
0: so they, yeah. they would use a compulsory license for all of that stuff.
1: Well, it's not even compulsory. They're paying a license for music to play on Apple Music on the TV. So yeah, on,
0: but, covered. But, but but the karaoke would be a, essentially a cover without the words, right? I don't think that they're
2: uh, covers. I think that- I don't,
1: yeah. I think you're just, I think they, they I haven't tried it out but I think you're either just singing along or they dampen the vocals or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, AMC Entertainment, the theater operator, not the TV network, uh, will launch a co branded Visa credit card in early 2023 for members of the Stubbs loyalty program. Users of the card can earn Stubbs points with their purchases. All Stubbs members can use points for concessions. If you're paying for the A list or premiere tier, you can also use those points for discounted movie tickets or even free tickets.
0: Uh, Tom, mm. uh, we may have talked about this, but, uh, but, but I use an airline miles card for all of my business purchases, and I do that because I know that either I'm going to want to go somewhere or I'm going to want to fly somebody else into me, and there's no limit on the amount of that I'm going to want to do. Seems like there would be a limit on the amount of concessions or movies I would want to or attempt to consume in a year.
1: Probably. Yes. Certainly concessions.
0: Well, okay. Once AMC starts offering pizzas and beer, we'll get back to that, but it it may not also
2: be a ton. Like the, the promotion is like, if you spend 50 bucks, you get 50 bucks of like AMC cash. Uh, I, I, I wonder how deep the points system goes uh if it is a an all time eternal reward system like yeah how are.
1: how many dollars do you have to spend on this card to earn a pizza? That's a good question
0: uh yeah and and I wonder if uh, I don't know it, it's it's all a it's it, we'll we'll save this for after talk, but but like all of the points on all of the cards are a weird kickback set uh, setup where it's like everybody yeah. all, all of the companies are paying three percent of every transaction, uh-huh. and they're literally just kicking back. 1% to the person deciding to do it. It's, right. it's, it's very odd to me.
1: Yeah. And also odd that AMC Entertainment that fought MoviePass over credit cards now has their own Visa card. I just thought that was an interesting yeah. parallel, if you
0: will. Baboon Animation, which worked on Angry Birds and has 31 Emmys, is working on, uh, with IQI Media on a prequel film and series to winnie the pooh several former DreamWorks folks are working on it the story will be told from when pooh and the others were all still kids i Um, always
1: thought they already were kids
0: uh, is this a muppet baby situation i don't don't, it's a
1: public domain situation is what it is everybody can make a winnie the pooh movie now so we're going to see more of these
0: audio listeners i'm making fists and i don't know why
1: yeah. I thought I thought you were just working on your arthritis. No, I'm
0: I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm yeah. feeling oogie about it.
1: All right. Well, it's DreamWorks, folks, though. So I mean, that doesn't mean they're automatically gonna make something amazing, but it gives me a little pause to say, like, well, I I just may not get what they're after here. Let's let's see what happens. Cause yeah, if it's Muppet babies, it's weird. Uh there's a trailer out for Scream Six, the first Scream that will not have Nev Campbell uh, returning to theaters March 10th. A travel show hosted by Eugene Levy. Uh, The Reluctant Traveler is coming to Apple TV Plus February 24th. Apple TV Plus is going to make a spinoff of Mythic Quest. Uh, this will be called Mirror Mortals. It'll dive into stories of the employees and fans of the fictional game. Apple TV Plus is also going to develop a series adaptation of William Gibson's novel Neuromancer. Uh, Amazon got peripheral. Looks like Apple TV Plus is getting Neuromancer. CNN has canceled Stanley Tucci's searching for Italy. And Tucci says he's now searching for another network to make more seasons of the show. Disney Plus released a 30-second teaser trailer for its upcoming shows in 2023. You get brief glimpses of Ahsoka, The Mandalorian, Loki, Secret Invasion, Peter Pan, and a few more. Season 2 of Yellow Jackets is coming to Showtime in March, and the network has already approved a third season. So watch season 2 knowing you'll get a third season. And Warner has released a teaser for the Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie and directed by Greta Gerwig, coming to theaters July 21st.
0: Oh, doggone it. I haven't seen it yet, but that Barbie teaser is supposed to be pretty good. It's, it's, it's ripping great. on 2001, right? It's
1: great. Why is it great? What? You don't think, what? It's great. It's just her standing there.
2: Well, but then then you get clips. I mean, and, and Plus of. also
0: you have like a uh, little girls playing with dolls and, in yeah. ripping on 2001. I'm not 2001. saying it's
1: bad, but I saw everybody talking about how amazing it was. And then I watched the 37. I'm like, that's like a 30 second teaser. They barely showed you anything.
0: Uh, You know Mm. what I think they're experiencing that you've already experienced is that the Barbie video brand is very, very smart. The Barbie doll brand has a 50-year reputation of being not very smart. So I think everybody was reacting to, oh, my God, Barbie has satire. It's like, yeah, welcome to 10 years ago when we saw this in the animated stuff.
1: Possibly that explains my reaction. I mean, I, I uh, didn't think it looked bad or anything. I was just wasn't sure why everybody was so blown away. I was expecting some like wild. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting.
2: I think it. I think it looks good because it doesn't look awful. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I will 100% agree with that statement. Like it, it looks, looks good because it, looks good. it doesn't look awful. Yeah, right. No, I mean, I'm, I'm with you.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. What? Uh, uh, our, uh, real quick. Um, Neuromancer, Bryce, you were born. Uh, uh, this book came out, and then you were born after Neuromancer became reality. Is there anything there? There, uh, like, 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 I'm, 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 I'm a bit shocked. It would, it would be like seeing a Snow Crash movie come out. Uh, now, I enjoy reading Snow Crash because it was so prescient about so many different things, up to and including the metaverse, which is mm-hmm. you know, being ripped off from. It. But, 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 like, yeah. uh, uh, Neuromancer was was the precursor to that like uh, what, what's to be excited about from your perspective?
2: Well, I, I, I know Neuromancer is, is a seminal uh, science fiction story, but I don't know the details of it. So I, if anything, this is going to open up the opportunity for me to learn what that story is. If I don't, or maybe I do know, it and I just have forgotten, but I haven't read the book. Um, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of, of Philip K. Dick stories getting adapted. I think, I mean, there's a spectrum of them, but I think there's some good ones and some bad ones. And uh, yeah,
0: uh, th- w- this one is William Gibson, but but right,
2: but but in terms of talking about right. historical sci-fi, I guess uh, historical. I don't, I don't like saying
0: that. But. No, no, no. I I actually love that the the idea. Like, part of me wants to believe that they're going to do Neuromancer. As set in the 1980s with all this retro futurism, which I, I think would be cool. That would be pretty
2: cool. I, I guess the I I would like to. I haven't watched Peripheral yet, which Tom mentioned in, this, in, the, news, uh, in the in the news in the news segment. Um, I wonder how much of that is going to be an indicator of how well this Neuromancer will be, because that was Amazon. This is Apple kind of apples and Amazons when it comes to their <laughs> material. So, yeah, I don't know. What Are you excited you about this? Glad you didn't I, say Google. I don't, don't worry. I'm not. <laughs>
0: I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm excited or optimistic, but I am hopeful.
1: I mean, it's a development. We haven't even gotten to like, oh, it's, it's only development. It's, oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. But, but that doesn't stop me from imagining what it might be like.
1: Oh, sure. No, i am saying, Yeah. Say yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the dispatches from the front. We had lots of great reactions to our, uh, discussion of subtitles. Thank you for those. We read all of those, uh, also got lots of great reactions to Allison Sheridan's appearance, talking about the channels software. Uh, in fact, we have three representative reactions here. Uh, Josh from Indiana pointed out that cloud DVRs are better if you got a data cap that you're dealing with, because then it doesn't use your data to record. Uh, that's an interesting point. Uh, we also got Mike who was stoked to hear Allison uh, mention channels, uh, He's discovered channels years ago and is a big fan. And then Wise beard man said, You can teach this old dog a new trick. Had not heard of the channels app until Allison Sheridan clued him in uh, and is now a happy user of it. Ch- says channels gives me the full TiVo experience at a price I am more than happy to pay. Uh, thanks everybody for those emails keep them coming cordkillers at gmail.com our website is cordkillers.com our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com like I just said and we're live on twitch.tv slash night attack Mondays at 7pm Eastern 4pm Pacific we will talk to you next year happy holidays everybody
0: hey Tom Merritt what's going on
1: I'm just hanging out here watching the scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing?
0: Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons, all these wonderful names. I'm sorry, names. I'm
1: too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, patreon.com slash cord would be the place to go.
0: I mean, they're, yeah. scra- they're, they're scratching our itch. Like, cause we're addicted. I think addicted. as long as
1: it's consensual, like
0: are we're, we're addicted to their money. And love. Might as well face it. Well, God damn it.
1: (laughs) Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)